Welcome to the Self-Care Superstar Podcast. I'm Don, your host, and guess what? I'm not driving right now, but I am sitting in my car, and I think I might pretend to drive because it brings me comfort. Actually, it doesn't. Um, anyway, welcome to the Self-Care Superstar. I am going to chat for a minute about what we have to offer right now. So I kind of believe in like this divine providence slash plan that's kind of set out for everybody like everything to me is organized in a way that will make sense in the long run and so if you ever looked at your life and you've you know had experiences in your past and you're like I'm really glad that happened because that prepared me for right now you know and so sometimes we're going through things and we're just like I really don't understand this and I don't know you know this is awful it feels awful and you just you don't understand the point for needless suffering well I've had some of those times in the past, and I have always believed that those kinds of things are actually in preparation for something else. And so right about now, like like I've said before, I've I've trained in wellness, I've trained in stress reduction, I've trained in skincare, I've trained in body care, like massage therapy and aerial yoga and things like that. And I have to ask myself, like for such a time as this, how is all of that training relevant? How can I help people with what I've learned? How can I be of benefit to people with what I've learned? And one of my problems is that I tend to believe that everyone knows everything that I know. And that's that's just not true. As a matter of fact, my daughter was doing a um, an Instagram Live with uh, someone else about her, her uh, itty bitty titty committee kind of company. And Haley was talking to the lady about tapping, which is also called the emotional freedom technique. And I was the gal had not heard of it that she was talking to. And I was shocked that she hadn't heard of it. I'm like, everyone knows about this. And so what that makes me realize, hopefully, and remember is that not everyone has the skill set that I have. And I do believe that we are all kind of, we are all kind of trained for such a time as this, where our skill set comes into play. And what I'm trying to do right now is navigate what that means for my clients, for the general public that, you know, I can reach and whatever. And so I think what it boils down to boils down to for me is, um, stress management and mindset. Those are two really important things. Now, self-care, like I can be, I can offer practical advice about how to, you know, do some kind of like self-care massage. And definitely I can offer insight into skincare, you know, that you can use that's going to make you feel pampered and, um, healthy and, taken care of, you know, so I have all that stuff to offer too, but one of the, or two of the more transferable things that I have to offer are things like managing stress and, um, managing your mindset. And so first of all, stress will make you sick. And it's always been that way. Stress is something that will make you sick. If you have been in a relationship with a toxic person, like in a marriage with a toxic person, that stress of being in that relationship will literally break your body down. There's a book, I can't remember, I'll have to see if I can remember, um, a book about, oh man, it's about your body. There's one book called Your Body Keeps the Score, which talks about how your body holds trauma. There's another one, Gabor Mate, I'm not sure if I said that right, he'd probably hate me. Anyway, um, he wrote a book about how your body will basically self-destruct when you are not paying attention to it, when you are not honoring its signals to you to, you know, 
remove yourself from the stressful situation. Like I said, I'll, I'll try to um, make a note of what that book is in the in the description of this audio. But your body will literally tell you things. It will tell you by by starting to malfunction and starting to break down. And um, this happens a lot with people who bear everyone's load, you know. And we, when bearing everyone's load, we tend to break under the weight of everyone else's load. Instead of helping people to understand how to better carry their load, we, if we tend to, you know, carry other people's loads, it's not healthy for us, you know. And in the end, it it becomes the decision between choosing to serve people in that way where you're carrying their load or or dying or physically being sick or dying. And so really, I believe that we're all meant to carry our own weight as much as possible. There are times when we can't and we need help, but when it becomes a way of life, that's not healthy for either person, but especially for the person who's bearing the weight of everyone's burdens. And so stress, ongoing stress is unhealthy for you and it will make you sick. And this not only applies to toxic relationships, this applies to daily living. And so what we're under right now, the stress and kind of oppression of what we're under right now is fear, you know, if you listen to the news. I mean, we're hearing a little bit of good news, it seems like, and then more bad news and just things that, man, they make your, kind of make you, give you a little shot of adrenaline and give you a jolt of fear. And that fear is almost like a cattle prod that's meant to keep you in line. Now, this is true of your body. Like your body, when you sense fear, you will get a little bit of a jolt and you will become more aware. And this is important for the health, health of the body. However, this is malfunctioning or a bad use of this fear when it's meant to keep you in fear, when it's meant to keep you under control. And so we have to learn to manage the stress and anxiety triggers that are coming our way that make us live in that fear and dwell in that fear because that fear is unhealthy, you know, that because that fear is an environment you know, of that we're living in and we're like swimming in fear and we just can't not be affected by it unless we decide to be mindful and kind of unsubscribe to the fear doctrine. Because all that we can really control is for the most part, what's around us. You know, we can control, like I can control what I'm saying to people and I can't control how far my message goes, but all we can really control is what's in our general sphere and that's pretty much it. I mean, I as a person, a human being, have wanted to save the world and have felt the burden of that and the impossibility of that as well. And so me being stuck in that impossibility means I'm stuck in a state of stress because it's impossible. And so I've realized that the only thing I can do is help the people around me, my neighbors, you know, whoever's around me, my family, anyone I can help as much as I can. And frankly, if we all did that, the world would probably work a little better. You know, if we just all took care of each other and those around us, it would spread kind of like the virus. And it would actually mean that we would all be kind of taken care of to some extent. So um, living in that fear and that stress is definitely, definitely unhealthy. Now there's another thing that's going to help you manage like the state we're in right now, and that is your mindset. And so what has to happen with your mindset is you have to understand that you have the option to choose the fear narrative or you have the option to choose the empowered narrative and that means like I said unsubscribing from the fear narrative and actually creating a narrative of your own that's based more on the truth that you see around you like I see everyone in my neighborhood seems calm everything seems okay there's not ambulances running up and down the street so I'm seeing from my actual surroundings that everything appears to be fine 
you know? And so that is, is a narrative that I can tell myself that empowers me to say, you know, there's not like militia in the street, you know, not, we're not, it's not, this is not happening. That can be a fear that we can hold for the future, but that's not happening now. And so I don't need to tell myself this fear narrative. So I can tell myself everything is taken care of right now. Everyone around me, if someone needed help around me, I would help them. My family is healthy. We have groceries. We have a roof over our head. Those are good things. And that's a really good narrative that's empowering. But also we need to tell ourselves the story of health and wellness for ourselves, for ourselves, mentally, physically, spiritually, all these things. We need to start not only telling ourselves a narrative of that kind of thing, of health and wellness and all of that good stuff, but also to act on that narrative where we're taking the walks and where we're drinking the water and we're taking some of our supplements and we're thinking good thoughts and all that good stuff because your immune system is requires calm and peace because your immune system is maintained by the organs of your body that that act when you're not in fight and flight, you know, when you're not in that stress response condition. And so we need to maintain a mindset that actually nurtures and cultivates wellness of our kind of like of our torso because what happens when you're in fight or flight is the muscle is or the blood is shunted to your uh, arms and legs so that you can run, you know, so that you can can escape whatever you know, whatever terror is kind of accosting you or whatever. I can't even get the words right now. Um, but the, so the mindset that we have to maintain is a mindset of peace, a mindset of gratitude, a mindset of, um, health and wellness and trust in our bodies that we are giving our bodies what they need, what our bodies need, which is like proper nutrition, enough rest and all of that stuff. And that our bodies will in turn provide the immunity that they that our bodies strive to create for us. You know what I mean? And cutting stress is a really, really important way of doing that. Like I said, and then obviously maintaining a a good mindset and really detaching from the fear narrative and not subscribing to it. And really, I just, I don't even listen to it because I can't live like that. You know, living in fear is like death. It's like living in death. And I can't do that. I've never been able to. And my mom, yeah, I think my mom has been the same way about other things. She said that, you know, she can't live in, you know, in a, like surrounded by people who are toxic. And she was referring to a specific person and, you know, specifically, but, um, yeah, it's just not, it's not okay for me. And for a lot of people it is. And for a lot of people, they're actually addicted to stress because somehow it makes them maybe feel alive or it makes them feel important or whatever. But no matter your reason for being addicted to stress, it's still unhealthy. And so, those are just some things that I was thinking about with stress and my study of stress and, you know, observing my own response to stress and my own kind of like escape from the despair and pain of existence sometimes. You know, that's that's what I have to offer people is to help them understand that managing stress is incredibly important and that mindset is incredibly important, you know, to kind of escape the internal turmoil and terror that we can live in when we embrace or feel like we don't have a choice about stress. You know what I mean? Um, And I've had a few episodes and I will bet that everyone has has had a few episodes of like gut-wrenching, terrifying stress that they have survived, but also that they've had to, they've had to figure out the mindset how to survive. And so I just wanted to put that out there. That is probably what I have to offer right now. Obviously some of the other stuff, practical stuff, but really just 
encouraging people to have a mindset that isn't focused on everything that everyone is saying about something that is going to be incredibly difficult to understand, you know, because I feel like the human body in itself is so incredibly vast that when you talk about the human body of a million bodies or or whatever, the information is just so incredibly vast. It's like, how can anyone ever truly know anything? And so that's kind of what I subscribe to. It's like, we can know stuff, but we can't know it all. And if we can't know it all, we can't really create a picture of the whole scenario. You know, we can't really completely fathom it probably ever. And so I'm not going to waste my energy trying, you know? And so I suppose that is it for now. I hope in some way that helped. Um, ways to become more like mindful, ways to watch your mindset is just really to pay attention. Maybe get into a little bit of meditation right now. Learn to be still, learn to accept and all that good stuff. There's so much information out there. I'm a big fan of mindfulness and uh, mindset because your brain, your head, your brain is where all of this stuff starts. It's this cauldron, this big soup pot of stuff. And that's what we have to manage before anything else can be managed. So I just wanted, like I said, to put that out there. Hopefully that is of benefit to somebody. And I'm going to sit in my car again soon and do this again, because like I said, since I'm not driving, I'm not doing as many recordings, but I can totally come sit in my car. Anyway, have a wonderful everything and we'll talk to you next time.